Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I'm Jenna Brister. Jenna, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. Now, this is unofficially our last episode of the season. Yes. We said we were going to do six-ish. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on the holiday uh, of Christmas and we're both traveling over the holidays. So this might be our last one. Maybe we'll do a bonus. Yeah, we might try to sneak one in. We'll try to sneak one in. But in the meantime, I hope if you haven't listened to all of them, go back and listen to them. And I've mm-hmm. had so much fun doing this. Same here. And just kind of diving into so many different random movies. I, we started it thinking we were just going to cover the ones that are on TV. Yeah. But then now we've been going back and doing some of the more ridiculous ones. And it's been fun. It has been. And watching the ones from our childhood that we didn't realize had all these other themes going on, yeah. you know, which is what's so funny about today is Jingle All the Way. I remember seeing that in theaters. You saw it in theaters? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. And in 96, so I must have been a sixth grader, and, I, and all of it was over my head. Sure. So rewatching it, it's it's very fascinating. You know, I remember taping it off. We had one of those cable boxes that I don't even yes. think were, it wasn't legal. I don't think we paid for it. It was like, do you remember those? Yeah. And then it had the little, you put the VHS in and you can record. You can record. So yeah, we, we I remember we had that and it would give us all the movie channels. Yeah. Like a stars weekend. A stars. Yeah. It gave us like every movie channel. And I remember recording Jingle All the Way and I had, I had like Jingle All the, I recorded all the movies, Jingle All the Way, First Wives Club, like my yes. old, and my mom still has, and I go home sometimes and I look at the movies I recorded when I was 11 mm-hmm. and they're the gayest movies ever or the most random bizarre things. Yes. But I definitely like recorded Jingle All the Way on a VHS, Maxwell VHS tape. That Kids don't know the struggle we had. They they do not. And yeah. you could pit you could fit three usually on some of those tapes because they were six hours long. Mm-hmm. So if you're lucky, you're like cutting edge, hook, pretty woman, you know, like those. We but you still had have to those. catch it. You yes. had to catch it at yes. like the exact moment. Otherwise, like I have certain movies that's like the first 10 minutes. I don't know what happens. Yeah. Because I just didn't record those. And there's a big stars logo <laughs> in the lower quarter of it. Or, yeah. Or there's plenty of tapes where it's like my brother taped over it with the karate kid or something. And it's like, <laughs> yes. I, so yeah. in the middle of beaches, all of a sudden it'll be like Mr. Miyagi. Yes. A wax on. <laughs> like what's going on? Oh. Um, uh, but we've said we were covering some of the more ridiculous movies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been suggesting other movies uh, that are holiday themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, one movie, why am I stuttering? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> one movie that's come up a bunch is The Family Stone. Yeah. Which I, I just genuinely think is a good movie. So mm-hmm. the people that have been recommending that, I've been saying, you know, I just think that's good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that that's really that fun to recap because I just like them. They're good, dark themes, very yeah. real. Yeah. There is some bizarre moments in Family Stone, though, which I really love. And I love the drama of it. I love Rachel McAdams. Diane Keaton gives like a dramatic performance, Mm -hmm. which she tried to recreate. If you like the Family Stone, I recommend checking out. It was called Love the Coopers. It came out like two years ago. It's Diane Keaton, John Goodman, Olivia Wilde, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet? Yeah. Chalamet. He's in it. And. It's. It, I think I like it a lot. I saw it in theaters with my mom, and I think it's great. But it's Family Stone s not as good. Okay. But 
the cinematography in it is beautiful. Oh, like, I need it's to beautiful. Track that down. Okay. Uh, and also some weirdness. Like mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde is uh, attracted to who's the old man from Little Miss Sunshine. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Yes. So they have a romance, which is bizarre. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Marissa Tomei and Diane Keaton play sisters, Hmm. which they're very different ages. Yeah. I need to see this. (laughs) Now I'm getting so off track with the Coopers. But also, by the way, they renamed it to Christmas with the Coopers. So now if you look for it like on TV or something, I think they have it labeled as Christmas with the Coopers. They released it under a different title. Yeah. They were like, that title didn't work so well. So, (laughs) But there's flashbacks to Diane Keaton and Marissa Tomei as sisters as kids. Right? So there's flashback scenes and they're like a year apart in the flashbacks, but then in present day, it's like Diane Keaton's so much older than Marissa Tomei. Yeah! Anyway, check it out. Benjamin Button. Maybe we should have. Check it out. Maybe next year we'll do that movie. Yes, yes. Um, And then also people have been suggesting Home Alone movies, Mm -hmm. which I also just genuinely love. A classic. I don't know that those would be funny to recap. No, because we've all seen them so many times also. And it is amazing. Yeah, they're really good. You know, there's a Netflix documentary series that just came out. Did you see that? I did. On Home Alone. Yeah, it was fascinating. It's great. Yeah. Is Is it called like We're in the Movies or... Something about the movie, something like that. We don't do our research the, here on We don't, yeah. Kind of Check the shout outs. Yeah. But yeah, they were going through how, I think it was Joe Pesci who like made them hire Marv, Howard, oh, right. whatever. Uh, Daniel Stern. Yeah, Daniel Stern. Um, Howard's brother. No, he's yeah. not. Um, it was so interesting, all those things that, yeah, you know, it almost didn't good, get made a hundred different times. And yeah. it's a classic. It's so, so good. It's, it's I just watched both of them. Uh, and I posted on my social media, but it made me laugh when I watched part two. And Kevin gives the homeless woman a turtle dove ornament at the very end mm-hmm. and she's homeless. She doesn't even have anywhere to hang it yeah. except for a tree in, in Central, Central Park. Park. Yeah. <laughs> and also like how fucking rude that he just gives her that instead of inviting her into their hotel suite mm-hmm. that the whole family's staying in. Yeah. Uh, and space. furthermore, at the very end of that movie, the dad like yells about Kevin's that it's not even a thousand dollars. It's like 900 some dollars of room service. And the dad like screams at Kevin about it. It's like, you just left him in New York. Mm-hmm. If he wanted to spend $900 to live yeah. for those few days, like let him live. Put the bill. Put the dad. bill. You're rich. You're rich enough to like literally haul the whole family ass to Paris. Mm-hmm. You can afford the thousand dollars. Exactly. Anyway, Ugh. people came at me because they said, it's, <laughs> who knows that that woman, the pigeon lady is homeless. Oh. But the official synopsis released by Fox at the time says she's homeless. Yeah. So I just want to point that out. Okay, that's good. I used to live in um, in Central Park. It was right close <laughs> the, to that archway. Yeah, and I remember running under there and like glancing around, you know, and like, who lives under here? <laughs> like, um, where's Brenda Frick? But yeah, I think that was also a way that you could really indicate that someone was unhoused was if they sure. were just always lurking around the park. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right? I like when he comes in contact with those with those hookers. Oh, yeah. You know, when he's walking through Central Park. Yeah. Like, hey, little boy. Yeah, and they're not wearing very much for it being the winter. Yeah. But Must have been cold. Yeah. Before we get into breaking down this iconic holiday movie, I have to talk about something, and that something is Mint Mobile. Now, if you're using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. I've been using Mint Mobile this 
holiday season, and the coverage is fantastic. I'm constantly getting service, which is a great thing because that hasn't always been the case here in LA. So I truly, truly love it. Now, Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. That's right. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash maryiconic. That's mintmobile.com slash maryiconic. M-E-R-R-Y-I-C-O-N-I-C. Maryiconic. Cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash maryiconic. So we got to talk about Jingle All the Way, Jenna. Yes. What did you think of this movie? I thought it was, I mean, it does not hold up, which is, you know, I think to be expected. Um, But again, talking back about Jamie Lee Curtis, same year as Christmas in the Cranks. And so uh, Arnold was also coming off of the well, True Lies. Well, this was 96. This was 96. This was 96, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he had already done True Cranks Lies. was 04. Okay, so for, oh, yeah. Okay, I have my dates wrong. I yeah. did not do my research. We don't do your research. Check yeah. the show notes. But I like um, the cold open. Uh, it's just the main villain in this movie is workaholism. Is the fact that he has a job and yes. that he's busy. Like, he's that's so, the villain. We're supposed to believe he's so busy that his mattress factory. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of problems with this. First of all, Arnold's stature. Mm-hmm. Because someone who's a workaholic like that does not have those kind of muscles. <laughs> no. It's just not something that I will believe. I couldn't suspend my disbelief because as an adult, I'm thinking in order to have that body, which is mm-hmm. try, they try to cover it up with his jackets, his turtleneck sweaters, but you could still see that it's Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that someone who's obsessed with their mattress company is able to get to the gym that much. Exactly. And at one point, he's wearing a purple Olympics 1996 Atlanta t-shirt. I don't know if you noticed that. I was like, what is, who's dressing this man? You know, they're like, hey, just promote the Olympics. Uh, Have Arnold wear a purple, purple shirt. Yeah, who's the customer? Yeah. Also, Rita Wilson, who plays his wife, she has like a very Rachel haircut, which was so 96 to me. It was like, she definitely was modeling that after Jennifer Aniston. A hundred percent. She's beautiful. I like, I like Rita Wilson and she's very quirky now. If you follow her on social media present day, she's very bizarre in the best way. And she's funny and cool. And I think like a singer. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's a singer. singer. Yeah. Um, and then Phil Hartman is amazing. He's like the king of the MILFs, lives next door, and all the moms are widows. And this every other woman doesn't have a husband. Right. And they're all hitting on Phil Hartman all the time. They are all so wet for Phil Hartman. Yeah. It's like they're so aggressively flirting with him. Yeah. And like, I love Phil. I think he was brilliant. He Me was too. a genius. But also, I don't think he was like so, like, I wouldn't look at him and be like, oh my God. Like, he wasn't please. hot. Yeah, they just are, they're trying to make us believe because he's like a good single dad. Like yeah. they've never seen a good man before. Yeah. And there's so much euphemism for his handyman work. They're like, oh, can you come over and like repaint my deck? <laughs> like string my lights, Phil. Clean like, out my pipes. And of course that was over my head as a child. Yeah. But now watching it as an adult, I'm like, oh, this is just all euphemisms for sex. Whoever wrote this. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we learned a little bit more about like what happened with Phil Hartman's family situation. Mm-hmm. Like what happened with the, was it, was he widowed? He was widowed, right? He must have been widowed. Yeah. yeah. He must have been. And he has a really sweet child, you know. Sure. And his his child is friends with Arnold's child. Yeah. They do karate together. Yeah. And we open the movie and we see their karate class, which Arnold's character can't make because he gets pulled over by this policeman mm-hmm. who keeps showing up throughout the movie. This mm-hmm. policeman is just showing up to ruin Arnold's day. Mm-hmm. And he makes it so that Arnold can't get 
to the um, karate class. The big karate showcase, which is so weird that it's right before Christmas anyways. And I really connected with this scene because I did take karate as a first grader. I fully, I had a not similar situation, but I was in the same circumstances as the child uh, trying to get my blue belt. Like I had, I think a white belt with stripes and I peed my gi. I was in first grade and I peed myself. I was so nervous. Wait, what's a gi? Oh, that's the little, the white karate oh, outfit. Okay. And I was in the dojo and I peed myself and that's how nervous Wait, I why? was. Yeah. How old were you? I was in first grade. Oh my God. Yeah. That's and so kind I, of old to wet yourself. Isn't I it? know. I was so nervous. <laughs> and so I related to this kid, Wait, like really wanting his up. dad there. Wait, slow down. So, <laughs> You peed yourself because you were nervous or because your parents weren't there? Oh, my parents were there, but I was just so nervous. <laughs> and then my mom, I remember we locked eyes as I was doing the thing and I got... Did everyone see? Like, because you, it's white. It's white. And it like ran down <gasps> onto the dojo floor and my mom never made me go back. I was so embarrassed. I was like, I don't, I want to be done with karate. And I think she wanted to be done with karate too. And so she never made me go back. Of course. So I as mean, I was watching devastating. this, I felt his nerves. Uh, that's devastating, Jenna. Wild. I what know did it everyone was. do? Like, did people laugh at you, or did people? No, it was kind of. Mm. Luckily, I don't think anyone really noticed. It was in my friend's dad's garage, Master Master Tony. That was the dojo. Yeah, my, yeah, my friends. <laughs> yeah, my friend's dad was a sensei, and the dojo was in their garage. So I don't think anyone even noticed. But by the way, I'm just really getting a flashback of when. Do you remember when we were on an improv team together and yes. we would do practice in a garage somewhere? Yes. <laughs> I do remember we that. We were in a garage. Like, oh, yeah, in North Hollywood. Yeah, it was like, oh, let's go rehearse in this garage. And they would raise the garage door, and then we'd have to yes and, and each other. And we just do scenes. That was so, what a weird time of life, right? <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad we're out of it. Um, we survived. We survived. Okay, so wait, that is bringing me a flashback okay. to when I was in first grade. Now, I didn't do karate, but I was the angel in the Christmas play. Oh. And... I was supposed to open the play. So I don't remember what I was supposed to say, but I was supposed to open the play. And my mom was the only one that could make it there that day because it was the middle of the day. And I remember my mom had like left her work or got someone to cover her shift or something so she could make it. And she was coming straight from work and she got in like a, somebody had bumped into her fender or like a little accident. And it was, she was fine, but she had to like wait for the cops to come and stuff because this woman like was wanted to report it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was devastated because no one was there. And so I started crying and I wouldn't start the play until my mom got there. And she like came rushing in and Linda Pellegrino was the greatest mother of all time. Like yeah. she just of course wanted to be there. And she was so upset because she was running late. And usually my grandparents would like make those events or something. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I don't know. My mom was the only one who was able to come. And I was devastated. It <laughs> was like, I still think of it. And on my Chris or my parents' Christmas, not on my Christmas tree, but there was a picture from that day of me dressed in my angel costume, and you could see I was like crying all day. Yeah. And they still made us take that picture and make an ornament out of it. And so wow. I just looked devastated, and I'm dressed as an angel, and I have a, like a baby face. Red-based, yeah. But wow, that's, wow, Danny, wow, that stuck with me. That is traumatizing, though. It was traumatizing. But you're right, it does. You remember those things. You do. Yeah. And especially, and that she wanted to be there. But she did. Life I remember she like happened. came like rushing in, and you could Aww. tell she was hurt, because my mom would just would always... She was the best. She is the best. Yeah. And that's before uh, but, cell phones. Yeah. So she can't like text someone and be like, tell Danny, I got in a little fender bender. And I remember she still tells to this day the story. She was so pissed at this woman because she said the woman hit her car and then there wasn't even any damage, but the woman was like insisting that they call the <sighs> police and file the report and everything. Oh. And like, what an asshole. Yeah. She said, my kid is an angel in the play. That's from a movie. Right. Um, uh, anyways, we got to talk about this Turbo Man doll. So then. Yes. 
uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger wants to make it up to the kid because mm-hmm. he didn't make it to the karate thing. And the kid says he really wants a Turbo Man doll. And mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I'm going to get that for you. Yeah. Or he, he tells Rita that he already has it. What an asshole. Yeah, in bed. I remember they're lying in bed and he lies to his wife. Remember he's, that he's not like, a good oh. human. No, he's not. <laughs> he's, not. he's not. His kid only likes him when he promises him material possessions. Exactly. Right? Then the kid's like, yeah. And he like physically assaults people. He physically mm-hmm. assaulted like the worker at the toy store. Mm-hmm. He gets in that. It's like not a good human being that no. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays. No. Like there's no. a lot of nasty things that he does. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, lying to the wife, like the wife needs to leave his ass. Yeah. I don't like it. I would have left his ass. And Phil Hartman is moving in. The entire movie, he's moving in on the family very overtly, which I, I love. I remember as a kid, you know, there's that scene where he like kind of touches her with the cookies. Yes. And I even remember as a kid thinking like, this is not, this is too far. This is a naughty. step too far. Yeah. <laughs> he unties her apron and then puts it on himself. I was like, oh, that's the, that's that's the, the moment that made me uncomfortable. Around and it's like very sexual. You don't do a reach around like that no. with someone else's wife. Yeah. No, at you all. Close your legs to married men mm-hmm. and women. Yeah. And then he, oh, so he goes to the store and that's where he meets Sinbad, who's an unlikely, like, it's not even a buddy comedy because they're at each other's, yeah, at odds. And then he does a tight 10 minute set about being a postal worker and how disgruntled he is. Like, I was, I rewound it and watched it again. I was like, he literally just did 10 minute comedy set, which is probably in his contract. It was just, yeah, he's like, I want to just do my own comedy here. Like, let me roll. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Only Sinbad in the 90s could do. Like, they would never allow him to roll up on set these days. Mm -hmm. Totally. I'm just going to monologue for a bit. Yeah. And he makes jokes about sending bombs in the mail, which was a real thing, as we're talking about. Yeah, tell tell everyone what you told me before we recorded. I looked up, because remember Ted Kaczynski in 96 was actually mailing bombs in the mail. So this was like, read the room, Hollywood. And that was his big running gag was like, <laughs> I pretend all the these bomb. packages are bombs. I'm like, you could never do that now. This was also pre-9-11 cinema. So like, you could never, also, it's like not a funny joke. Also in that one <laughs> The scene with the bomb that makes me laugh so hard. And I, there's an Honest trailer. Do you ever see the YouTube channel, <gasps> yes. Screen Junkie? They did a jingle all the way Honest trailer. And it made me laugh so hard because they put in that scene where the bomb goes off in the office. And we only kind of hear the noise. We see Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger outside of the office. And behind them, we see the, we hear the noise and we see it. And the Honest trailer people put like, blood going against the windows because that's what would have happened when the bomb went off (laughs) so they put in like the the blood and stuff to show like what actually would have happened if the bomb went off in someone's office yeah and it is just so funny that this is in a kids movie and of course they just play it for laughs but it's like they just gave this radio station a bomb yeah and then just so fucked up yeah and then they pan back to it and then the cop is in there and he just has like soot on his face and his hair is blown up and he's still holding it. I was like, you wouldn't have arms. You, none of you would have heads. Like this is not, you know, like <laughs> one of my favorite things in movies is when they do that with the hair and the, um, yes. and the soot and stuff. And did you ever see home alone three? No. Okay. So home alone three is like, I, I kind of enjoy it. And it, I remember as a kid, it was like my stay at home when I was home from school sick. That was what mm-hmm. I would watch. Mm-hmm. I also had it recorded off the TV. But in that movie, one of the robbers is like holding on to an electrocuted fence. And so they're electrocuting, and there's a quick shot of the robber as a skeleton with the hair up. No. Do you remember they used to do that in, in, movies? in movies? They would do that. And so you, like, like the actor, they would, they would remove the actor and they put in just a skeleton that you'd buy from Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
have his hair up. And so that was what that was going on with the actor. And it always makes me laugh, like belly laugh. Like I love when they do that. I'm going to watch that. This I haven't it's, seen it's like, it. It's not bad. Is it's, it Christmas time again? In it's the third right one? after Christmas. Oh. So I think that's where they go wrong, actually, in Home Alone 3. Okay. It's not set at Christmas, but it is snowy. Scarlett Johansson is oh. in it as a child. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it's not related to the McAllisters. Oh, interesting. But okay. I worth a watch. It. That sounds good. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not bad. And speaking of tropes like that, I want to briefly say that I also love in movies in the 90s when they would have someone fall behind the main characters. So, like, someone, it happened on, like, Married with Children on the uh, Christmas episode where, like, Santa would fall off the roof. And the production team would have not the human fall off, but they'd have, like, a dummy fall. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, they would just find some random dummy. And so, you'd see a dummy flying through the air. And they used to do this in all sorts of 90s things. And that makes me belly laugh Mm -hmm. when then they were to replace it with the actor. So, then the actor would get up. But when you saw the... Thing falling, it would just be some it's dummy a limp thing that happens. In <laughs> I this. love that. I wrote that down because when I think it was when they're in that uh, warehouse during the fight, there's one moment when like Jim Belushi punches oh. someone, and then it's when clearly Belushi- a dummy just doing a full roll. Oh, I love it! Like yeah. it makes it belly laugh. Yeah. Uh, also, in that fight scene, which mm-hmm. oh. uh, we were going to get to, but let's get to it now. Yeah, so there's this well. scene where. Arnold Schwarzenegger character is trying to find this Turbo Man doll, and throughout a series of events, he winds up at this warehouse that has these off-brand versions of the Turbo Men. Yeah. And they're not even the real versions, but it's filled with all these, like, Santas. Dirty. They're all dirty dirty Santas. Santas. One of them played by Jim Belushi. One of them Mm -hmm. played by a wrestler. I forget his name. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then a whole fight breaks out. Yeah. And then a little person gets punched in the face by a giant. Would never happen today. Ever. Ever. Flies across. And then... Wait, let's back up for a second. You just said a little person gets punched by a giant. (laughs) Yeah, we get punched by a giant. (laughs) Remember that that giant man? That's what was so weird in this warehouse. It's like, and all they had was giant, like, stuff you would win at Coney Island. It was like enormous stuffed animals. And then Spanish-speaking... Turbo Man. And I'm sorry, these like gruff men who run this underground business yeah. of these bootleg Turbo Man dolls, there's no way they'd be like still in costume in the warehouse. Like no. they would rip off their beards, they would rip off the hats, but it was like they were all, every extra was dressed to the nines. Yes. Like they were at work. As a dirty mall Santa. <laughs> yeah. And he punched the little person. Mm-hmm. And the little person, they put like a sound effect in and that little person just flies. They're like, woo! It like turns into a cartoon. Mm-hmm. They would have died. He went like 20 yards. <laughs> the little person would have died. <laughs> into a and also so offensive to little people. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not okay. Yeah. And this was also weird because he met Jim Belushi at the mall. Also, well, Jim Belushi, of course, that- a poor man's John Belushi. Of oh, course. I know. It's like know. looking at him. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. My parents used to love that. According to Jim Show. Oh gosh, God, yeah. it was always on. Mm-hmm. I hated it. You're like, no, please. Ugh. That schlubby man with the hot wife. Mm-hmm. Ugh, oh, that's never been done before. Finally, oh, something new. Courtney Thorne Smith played his wife, and she just always would be like, Jim. Oh gosh, Fuck you, Jim. Yeah, like let yeah. her go have some fun. Yeah. Um. Oh, in this where oh, so he meets him at the mall, and he's a mall Santa, but no one, none of the kids are lined up to see Santa. They're all in that play structure where Arnold chases a child through the tubes, which he would never fit in the tubes of a child's never play structure. Such an another inappropriate scene. Yes, he chases a little girl through the ball pit, mm-hmm. and then puts his hands on her mouth because he's trying to chase. He's trying to get one of these little balls. It's like a lottery raffle yeah. ball. We're jumping around, but that's so does this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what about this too is that all Love day you. long he's just on a montage to find this doll and his his family's just at home. 
Like doing God knows what. I mean, Phil Hartman's moving in on the family. Yeah, they're you making know? cookies. They're just, the kids are playing. Yeah. But Arnold's trying to get this doll. Yeah. And he chases after this little girl in the ball pit and then literally puts his hands on her face. And that was shocking to watch in 2019. Mm-hmm. Again, a thing that would never happen if this movie was made today. No. We wouldn't have an old straight white man putting his hands on a little girl. In a ball pit. <laughs> and then all the moms, of course, beat him with their purses. And then he know, just walks away and that's it. As you do. Um yeah. And then back at the warehouse. So a whole brawl breaks out. And then he impersonates an officer. Back at the warehouse. Like, like oh. just going along with like Arnold's not a good person. He finds a fake detective badge and is like, book him, you know? Like, book him, Dana. What? It's like, yeah. How does it happen? I mean, there's so many lapses mm-hmm. in what's going on here. And it's truly just hysterical. And all for this doll. And the kid's a little fucking brat, too, yeah. let me just say. Like, he didn't even deserve that doll. No. I don't even think Arnold should have even gotten that doll for him. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's being an asshole. I know his par- his dad didn't show up to his karate thing. Like, cry me a fucking river. Mm-hmm. It happens. I didn't have my dad at my Christmas pageant. I was just hoping to see my mom there. One yeah. one parent. Not every parent can make it to every goddamn event. Exactly. I had a therapist tell me that once in New York. She was like, sometimes all it takes is one really it. good parent. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. You know? We're lucky you, if I, one person can be You're there. lucky if someone shows up once in a... I mean, come on. Yeah. I know. It's too coddled. That kid was too coddled. Mm-hmm. I don't so like true. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And then, of course, he ends up back at the diner with Sinbad for right. no reason, again. And that's what I love about this. It's like, <laughs> there's just no way they would all be running into each other. But um, then I think it's when they're talking about how the only way to make your kid like you is to get the most popular toy of the season. And this was back oh, like during that. Tickle Me Elmo time. <laughs> and it's like, he just now realizes that quality time is important. I'm like, this, I don't know. Did you have a toy when you were younger? I remember the the Furby era, the mm-hmm. Tickle Me Elmo era. Was there a toy yes. that you like wanted so bad for a holiday season that you remember? Oh, it, yes, Moon Shoes. Oh remember, my God, remember I remember Moon Shoes. I got those for Christmas. <gasps> I wanted them so bad. Sure, who did? Yeah, yeah. Those the, were amazing. Yeah, they were so cool. And I like, would get injured because I would do them in my front yard and then I would just trip and fall. But they were right. so cool. A lot of the toys that we had as kids, I feel like they weren't really safe. Mm-hmm. Remember that skip it? Like I used to injure myself every time on that skip. I didn't even have one, but I would use my friends. Yeah. And that fucking skip it. Yeah. Skip it. Skip. Yeah. I remember that. you in the shins. Yeah. And remember pogo sticks. Who does that? Pogo sticks are dangerous too. Yeah, they're so yeah. dangerous. I remember really wanting the 101 Dalmatian stuffed animals as a doll, which oh. is another... Clear sign that I was a big gay. Yeah, <laughs> I was like five years old, and I was like, I need all the, I want all the 101 Dalmatians stuffed dolls and everything. And yeah, I was obsessed with 101 Dalmatians for like one Christmas. Yeah, and that's coming out soon, isn't it? I know. Is oh, it? they're doing a new Emma Stone one. Yeah, that's right. Where she plays Cruella. She just got engaged. Do you see that? I saw that, yeah. yeah. There was a good E headline that was like, Emma's got a new stone, and I Ooh, thought that was like a good, nice. It was a good social media post. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Arnold is convinced throughout this movie that his son is going to end up like Sinbad mm-hmm. if he doesn't get him this <laughs> Turbo Man doll, a which is a crazy, like, yes, <laughs> crazy lapse of judgment for someone who's a smart business owner. Mm-hmm. He's just picturing his son as Sinbad, and we see this little scene where the son is drinking in that diner yeah. and he's supposed to be Sinbad and it's tr- truly shocking. Yeah, it really is. And I like Sinbad also, apparently he has a child that wants the same doll, but again, he's <laughs> delivering mail on Christmas Eve, hanging out with Arnold. Like none of you are in the right place at the right time. Like go to your family or go get a doll. But like, why are you at this diner? Also like, couldn't Sinbad have just had one of those dolls? Like, I feel like somebody must have shipped one Yeah, in his truck. He probably, if he had a bomb, 
Yeah. He must have had a Turbo Man. A Turbo Man. Doll. Yeah. Also, there's a really creepy storyline back in the neighborhood with um, uh, Bill got that reindeer. He got oh, like yeah. a Blitz and reindeer. And then Who Arnold Ar- also, yeah, punches, punches the reindeer and then feels bad and he pours boot a hard alcohol in his water dish i was like what what is happening there was and no was PETA pissed like yes, what they must have been they must have been i'm like you can't hit animals but then get them drunk um i liked in the 90s when they would do the animatronic animals because mm-hmm. they were never realistic enough and yeah. it happened in the santa claus movies yeah where you, you just did a perfect <laughs> I did, yeah. again. <laughs> yeah we're, they're so robotic so fucking robotic yeah. and they would show us like large i feel like nowadays they would cut away mm-hmm. and we just see like a but in the 90s or the early 2000s we would see like long shots of the reindeer just moving like robotic mm-hmm. and they spent half the budget on that <laughs> Because it was so new. They call up Jim Henson. We need a puppet. Yeah, exactly. We need a reindeer. <laughs> we need a reindeer. But Arnold Schwarzenegger just punches the fucking reindeer mm-hmm. in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that that was disturbing. I was like, this is not okay. And then Phil Hartman has fully moved in on the family. Sure. And they, oh, they're supposed to go to that huge parade. That's also, this is what's so funny about this world. It's like, oh, there's just a parade. There happens to be to this to. parade that everyone in the whole city goes to. And did you see the characters? They were yeah. like, like Hollywood Boulevard quality <laughs> costumes in this they didn't parade. have a budget for the uh, full parade no they didn't you know i like, think Gumby they should have like, and maybe they tried and couldn't but they really should have filmed at the thanksgiving parade yes. and just used that footage and said it was a christmas parade or the hollywood christmas parade mm-hmm. but they obviously kind of they didn't have the budget to recreate the parade and they did an all call they like put up flyers in coffee <laughs> shops and were like if you have a costume come to this screening for the sinbad vehicle we're doing um and also he still hasn't seen his son all day. And so no. he gets, he goes into a warehouse and is forced to be Turbo Man. Like, P.S., maybe it's more important to hang out with your family than to yes. find this fucking doll for the brat kid. Yeah. Exactly. The brat kid who is played by Jake Lloyd, who was Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. And I think people hated him as Anakin Skywalker. They didn't. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, yeah. Did they hate him? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Feel, yeah. They hated that one. Yeah. That was the one with Jar Jar Binks. Because the Hayden Christensen one, right? Wasn't he? He was. Hayden later. Christensen played him later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a hot one. He's hot. Hayden Christensen, I find like so attractive. Oh, yeah. He, I've seen, yeah. I see him around Santa Monica sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah, how did he look? Fun. He's cute. Yeah. He's like a dad now. Him and Rachel Bilson have a kid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. There were always rumors that he was gay. And, you know, there's always rumors about everyone. But I believe them as mm-hmm. a child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as a totally. Younger yeah. Person. I was like, yeah, he's it's gay. hope. Yes. We're exactly. going to date. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Star Wars movies, I have like a loose knowledge of because mm-hmm. matt's like obsessed with star wars mm-hmm. but i don't know them that well i've seen them all i think at least once <laughs> he makes <laughs> yeah. me, he makes me go to the new ones and i usually take a nap in the movie yeah but i like pay attention during the carrie fisher scenes mm-hmm. uh, the rogue one was cool i like that one too was that yeah was that the spinoff one yeah yeah i think and r2d2 all the little robots are so cute i like them yeah. yeah, we sound uh, we sound so <laughs> stupid talking yeah. about this. Those robots are cute. All those little robots are cute. So this is now a Star Someone Wars who's podcast. Like a huge Star Wars podcast. What if we do a Star Wars? Oh everything, everything. Just, yeah, with without rewatching them. I We're just, Star Wars. Yeah. Us trying to recreate the Star Wars <laughs> yes. plot lines. We get two minutes to read the Wikipedia entry, and then we get to talk about it. For That's an hour. why I did Jenna with this Jingle All the Way movie because I did watch it, but it's been a really hectic week. Yeah, and so oh, you I got didn't. Family coming. I got family coming. Books, I, I didn't books take released. Can right, we please everyone, plug that? Obviously, everyone by fancy cocktails on amazon target it's all over but it's been a crazy week so normally i would take detailed notes but this movie jingle all the way when i watched it Mm -hmm. and then i just printed out the synopsis which i didn't think i needed notes because again i've seen this movie a thousand times Mm -hmm. and i love it yeah uh but 
Okay, so let's talk about this parade. Oh, so yes. Arnold puts on the Turbo Man suit mm-hmm. because, of course, he fills it up because his body is amazing. Mm-hmm. Because he obviously isn't a workaholic because he goes to the gym. Yeah. And like the weird scientist guy is monologuing. He's like, oh yeah, the other Turbo Man's in the hospital, but guess what? He still has brainwaves. <laughs> and Arnold's like, oh, you know, he's just this doofus. <laughs> and so he goes- I bet they tried to get Tim Allen. Who do you think, besides oh, Arnold so Schwarzenegger, true. that they went after? I bet they tried to get Clooney. Because remember, they mm. wanted Clooney for Jack Frost and they got Michael Keaton. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It Wait. was supposed to be Clooney. Wait, wild? so Clooney and- Keaton were always after the same roles. Yes. After Batman. Back and wow. forth. I know. Isn't that wild? We should look that up. We'll we be in the show notes. It'll be um, show notes. It won't be. But yeah. I'd still at this point, he's the Turbo Man suit is on and he has not had a change of heart or seen his son. Wait, we mentioned real quickly, <laughs> I want to go back. We mentioned that he punched the reindeer, but I just want to like highlight the fact that he broke into the neighbor's house. Yes. So in just broad daylight. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he's just a bad he's bad. Like you shouldn't he, just break into people's houses. And he goes to steal the Phil Harmon's son's Turbo Man. And right. Right. So now he's in the suit. He fills out the suit. He's mm-hmm. at the parade. Mm-hmm. And he puts on a show for everyone. He hasn't he's learned fl- his lesson. He hasn't learned his lesson. Yeah. I like, too, that this whole parade where he's like, oh, hello, kids. Like, he's very, like, Arnold. Like, oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And everyone is talking. And this is my favorite. Well, there's a, not a giant fight scene. Also, the fight scene is really intense. Yeah. Yeah, Sinbad is the villain now. Yeah, at this point, he's dressed up as yeah. Dementor. And he the villain. does that, you know, like that, like <laughs> f you, like that when you do like the arm gesture, like they did in Friends. He does that to the crowd. I, um, I would like character. an R-rated version of this movie because oh, I yeah. feel like they really had to hold back, like a Kill Bill, I, like, maybe, yeah, like a <laughs> or yeah, a Kill Bill. <laughs> Where we see the blood and guts. Yes. You guys got to watch the, If go on YouTube and look up Jingle All the Way Honest Trailer. Those are so funny. It's so funny. It's like five minutes and it's really funny. Yeah. And worth it. Yeah. Um, I encourage everyone to check it out. And the karate comes back into play because the kid knows karate and is now involved in this mass brawl at the Hollywood parade. Oh, uh, this parade. Yeah. This parade. Uh, eventually, the movie ends mm-hmm. and the kid likes the dad because he says... I have my own Turbo Man, my dad's mm-hmm. Turbo Man. Yeah. And it's like, he's not, though. And it's so funny. I love watching Rita Wilson really give an A performance where they all had to pretend like they couldn't tell it was Arnold, even though he had a see-through visor. Right. And then not until he removed a transparent visor <laughs> that they were like, oh, wait, it's you, Dad. <laughs> Dad, I, I can't like, recognize Come you. on. Like, it, no way. There's a holiday movie called Cinderella Story, A Christmas Wish or something. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's, and I don't, I guess it's related to Hilary Duff's. Oh, yeah. A Cinderella story. I think it's like, I, I, there's no characters, but it's sort of like a Cinderella Christmas. Anyway, it's starring this guy, Greg Sulkin, who's like a cute, young, like CW type. Nice. Whatever. But so he plays Santa at this uh, mall place, whatever. And he has a beard on, but you could tell it's him. And the girl plays one of the elves in this mall place. And they don't, rec- they had met outside of this, but they don't recognize each other with like elf ears on and like one little beard. And then he even at one point like takes off the part of the beard or something. And she like doesn't even, she's like, Oh, who are you? <laughs> yeah. I know we have to suspend disbelief for these movies, but it's truly shocking how much disbelief we suspend. They, yes. Because it's very clearly this cute young man. Mm-hmm. Unless they're in a mask. You know, it's a very bizarre movie though, and I loved it. Yeah, 
I need to watch that. I watched the Hillary Duff one. I like Hillary Duff. I do too. Oh, she's so cute. I liked the Cinderella story too, with Chad Michael Murray. Yes, loved him. exactly. Uh, but I don't know how it relates. But mm-hmm. it's on Netflix, and again, very bad. I just want to say it's like poorly made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did download the soundtrack on Spotify. Oh, so okay, good. there you go. It's like YouTubers starring mm-hmm. in it, and they sing. Oh, cool. Anyway, also plug that the um, right plug. <laughs> um, oh yeah, the very end scene. Okay, so. I just want to bring this up with um, Phil Hartman. And I, I took a few videos. So we'll post them on our Instagram. Phil Hartman is clearly gaslighting Rita Wilson in the car. He's like, your husband doesn't love you. Move right. in with me. And then his son is gaslighting Arnold's son, too. He's like, you know what? When my parents got divorced, that was the best thing that ever happened. I'm like, this duo yeah, they is need trying to, to move out. in on Arnold's family, which makes it weird and everyone in this movie is a terrible person yes i really believe that every single human i'm trying to think of who's the best human i mean i would want to instinct would want to say rita but then again she's like welcoming phil into the house i would never make christmas cookies with a neighbor yeah like if this man's flirting with you yeah like you need to set up boundaries Mm -hmm. i mean he shouldn't be flirting with her first of all yeah uh, also chris parnell had an early role in this movie too which we didn't mention but at the mall when everyone's trying to get the turbo man they start chris parnell plays one of the workers at this toy store Mm -hmm. along with somebody else and arnold schwarzenegger says to him you know i'm looking for a turbo man and chris parnell like laughs in his face and is being such an asshole to Mm -hmm. arnold schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. and then on the flip side arnold schwarzenegger like lifts him up which again (laughs) puts hands on someone you have it puts your hat puts his hand on someone (laughs) and also you have to be very fucking strong to be able to lift an Two adults, I don't know if he lifted both of them or just one, but to lift an adult human using just your forearms, that Mm -hmm. takes a lot of strength. That's Mm -hmm. like some parkour shit. Mm -hmm. Like, lifts them straight up in the air. And so there's no way there's a workaholic who can lift... No one who's a workaholic who's in the office every Mm -hmm. goddamn second. Slinging mattresses. Slinging mattresses. You're my number one customer. You're my number one (laughs) customer. I know, that was... Did you ever see Kindergarten Cop? Yes. It's not a tumor. Yeah, get the ferret! There was a moment when he screams out, like, get the Turbo Man! I was like, oh, that was so Kindergarten Cop. Get the Turbo Man. I love that movie. I do, too. I do, too. I remember thinking it was so funny when the little boy in Kindergarten Cop stands up and he says, boys have a penis and girls girls have have a vagina. vagina. Like, as a kid, I thought there was nothing funnier than that line. Like, that was the funniest uh, thing that has ever been on screen. That was a cute child actor, too. I wonder Yeah, he he was on Full House. Yeah. Sure. That's right. Sure. All the... The precocious neighbor. The kids always got their start on Full House. Yeah. Yeah, They always did. Um, So that's the movie. Did we miss anything or do you have any other thoughts? Yeah. I thought there was an interesting through line of Sinbad because he is arrested at the very end. And... Throughout the movie, Rightfully we see Sinbad arrested, get like. Truly, Arnold exactly. should, should have been arrested too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's always getting like guns drawn on him. He's always surrounded by police, you know, at the radio station. Um, and then arrested at the end, we never see him with his family either. We don't meet the kid. We don't meet, yeah. And I think they probably purposely collect or stopped us from seeing Sinbad's kid because then we would have empathized with Sinbad. That's true. And we wouldn't have wanted him arrested then. Yeah. And we just had to believe that he was. A cra- like a crazy postal worker. Do you think he just legit didn't even have a kid and was just crazy? Oh, that, that would believe that more. Well, yeah, maybe because he carried a flask around and he was carried a flask. He had yeah. a bombs. I mean, he didn't know was that was a diner actual on bombs. Christmas Eve, not with his child. So maybe he didn't even have a child. Maybe he was just a crazy man and he was making it up. I yeah. believe that. 
I mean, I'd be pissed if I was a postal worker because they do a lot of good work. They do. And here this movie comes presenting them as just these crazy people yeah, who drink on the job. Yeah, exactly. So those people at holiday seasons do so much work. They I work feel so, so bad for them. Hard. Yeah, they do. Mail yeah. carriers are awesome. I love my mailwoman. And everyone's so mean to them. I mean, I was just talking to you about mm-hmm. my experience at the DMV, where everyone's so mean to everyone at this time of year in general, but mm-hmm. also to government employees. And they're working, and they have to just deal with assholes all day long. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's not an just okay nice. representation. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is not okay for representation of animals, of little people, of postal, postal workers. workers. Yeah. It's not great. And I love that he actually never <laughs> did have a change of heart, because this entire time, he is being forced to be Turbo Man. Like, at no point did he do anything active. You know, like, Santa dragged him along to this thing. Sinbad drags along. Like, He's not an active hero in this. All right. I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listing, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Anyway, this movie is bizarre. And it's so fun and weird. And I I think you had mentioned earlier, it would never get made today. This would not happen today. But I'd like to see a version of it where someone's trying to get something. Because it'd be interesting to see now that with the internet and everything... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a different world out there for getting toys. Yeah. I mean, now you can really just hop on eBay. He would have just hopped on eBay. If he had a successful mattress company, mm-hmm. he would have hopped on eBay and just paid whatever it was to get the doll. I didn't even think about this. Remember, we need his assistant up top. No, he would have done He would have done Craigslist because eBay, he wouldn't have gotten in on time. Oh, but yeah. he could have hopped on Craigslist. And, and find it. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But he had what that assistant. assistant. Remember at the start, she was holding up those cue cards? Yeah. Being no, like, you what gotta a go. fucking bad assistant, well, too. Yeah, Why she should have ordered know? it. She should have said, hey, what do I got to get your kid? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Not that she should Not, have to do no, all of this. this is Arnold. I, I want to say on the record, it's all Arnold's fault. Yeah, he's a fucking he's asshole. A yeah, exactly. Fucking asshole. Anyway, I would and he love lies to, see to his it. wife. I wish we had more performances out of Phil Hartman because he's just he mm. was so good. Yeah, he was always so good. Yeah, but I can't believe Arnold Schwarzenegger had like a successful family movie career at one point in time. I know. Very odd. Yeah. Um. They also I want to mention made a jingle all the way too. That occasionally airs on Freeform starring Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, have not seen that. I tried to watch it. it once. Not good. Yeah. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy frustrates me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my dad loves him. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's the funniest human on earth. Yes. yes. Uh, but <laughs> very, very frustrates me. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what frustrates me about him is like my dad literally thinks there's no one ever been funnier. Oh, like, no. Like my dad like thinks Larry the Cable Guy is just the best. Yeah. He's like, Ali Wong who? You're like, please just watch any of her specials. <laughs> and I'm like trying to convince my her. dad. I'm like, dad, his that's accent's not real. Like he puts on that character. It's a character. Yeah. And but. he's with a cut off jean shirt. What right? was that tour? The redneck comedy tour. I remember yeah. 
my, nothing's better to my dad than the redneck t- comedy oh, tour. God, Larry <laughs> the Cable Guy. Some of it's funny. I'll, I'll give it up. Some of it's funny. But yeah, yeah it's frustrating because he just thinks like nothing's ever been funnier. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Jenna, I any other final thoughts before we let people go? Oh, you know, I guess if you are going to rewatch this, try to make it fun. Like make a drinking game out of it mm-hmm. and maybe take a sip of eggnog every time something happens on screen that would never happen in a post 9-11 Hollywood. <laughs> like things that could never in a woke in the sure, era of Me Too, Time's culture. Up. Post, you know, like take it, take a drink. And anytime that Rita Wilson has to scold her husband or one of the men in the movie, mm-hmm. take a drink mm-hmm. because that's her whole role in this movie. And I, I mentioned this before, and I'll say it again: I hate when women just have to service the men in these movies. It's like she just has to walk around and say, "Damn it, Howard! Mm-hmm. Why didn't you do this, Howard? Yeah, you didn't get the toy, Howard. You got the toy, right, Howard? Yeah, like fuck that. Her like let her long getting the Rachel. I know. <laughs> like let her, like give her a monologue, some dramatic work. I mm-hmm. wish she just. Had one scene where she got to be dramatic or tailed him and was like you're at this wear- dirty santa mm. warehouse what are you doing did you ever have a furby i'm sorry I'm- no i never have have you yeah i remember my brother went and got one when it was like that crazy time oh, yeah. when everyone wanted a furby and yeah. it's still in my parents house it was like we finally took it out of the wrapper and now the voice box on it is fucked up so it just will you'll like walk by it or something and it'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so creepy <laughs> sounds like one of those animatronic reindeers yeah <laughs> Yeah. Tim Allen. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's drunk. He's drunk. Oh. Anyway, Jenna, this was so fun. This now, is so fun. I mentioned at the top that this might be our last episode. If yeah, it's we our don't last know. episode, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Love the you. response has been amazing and the- we're so grateful. And thank you for following on Insta and commenting and everything. Yeah, it's been, it's a, been fun, really fun. a fun journey. Maybe we'll have to bring this back next year and yeah. cover some other holiday movies. Uh, maybe we'll throw in a bonus. We don't know yet. Yeah. We'll but figure if it not, out. we love you. We love you. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Do whatever, whatever you are into. Have fun. Find us on social media, a very merry iconic podcast. I'm mm-hmm. at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Jenna.brister on Insta and at Jenna Brister on Twitter. Right. And if you're looking for a holiday gift, check out Fancy AF Cocktails. <gasps> if you like someone who likes yes. cocktails or bars or yeah. drinks, there's also recovery drinks, hangover drinks in there Ooh, that you can good. mix a lot of the cocktails without any alcohol if you're someone oh, who's yeah, sober mocktails. or not interested in uh, libations. You can do it that way. And there are great recipes that you can follow, great pictures. So pick that up. There's also Everything Iconic t-shirts you can buy. Uh, there'll be a link on there. There's Wow Bethany Wow shirts for people who listen to the other podcasts. Lots of stuff. And then I'm on Cameo, cameo.com slash Danny Pellegrino. I turn it off sometimes, or I'll be turning it off when I'm home. But if you want one, check it out there. Jenna, anything else you want to plug before we let people go? I think that's it. Have an awesome holiday. Right, and awesome I'm so holiday. glad we're doing this. Enjoy your time with your family. And yeah. if family gets stressful... Just go to the corner of the room and breathe in and breathe out. Take a nap. Put on this podcast. Put on this podcast. Yeah, just separate yourself. Easy. If you're feeling like really stressed around family, friends, just take a minute to yourself and yeah. just unwind. Mm-hmm. Put on a movie. Go lock the bedroom door. Mm-hmm. Put on fucking jingle all the way. Yeah. Home alone. And listen to us. And listen to us. <laughs> Love you guys so Love much. You. Bye-bye.
love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 